Which of your parents or grandparents most invested in you? Who's most served as your mentor? This is Thursday, September 22nd. Growing up, my dad had a demanding job. He traveled quite a bit. But it was more than that. His days were long, leaving him exhausted. He coached my little league games and came to a few of my swim meets. But more than that, most often he was working and not available. At a formative time in my life, God opened the door for someone to shape me. My grandparents moved to Miami about the time I finished elementary school, and my grandfather was what you would call a hands-on man. He could repair anything that needed to be fixed. He could build almost anything. He also loved sports, especially fishing and golf. And add to this, he loved to pass along to us boys whatever he knew. He was the perfect man to help guide us into manhood and to teach us the ropes, so to speak. Now here's our scripture for today, Titus chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. You, however, must teach what is appropriate to sound doctrine. Teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled and sound in faith and love and in endurance. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can encourage the younger women to love their husbands and their children. Now this is a letter from the Apostle Paul to a man named Titus. Paul traveled back and forth along the eastern Mediterranean, sharing the gospel and getting congregations started. In one of those places, the island of Crete, Paul assigned this man named Titus the job of organizing that church and training the leaders. Now among the Jewish people, the communities were tight and well-ordered. Families helped each other and made sure that children were given an education. Learning was critical to the Jewish people because their mission was to keep the law of God. But among the Gentiles, they had completely different patterns of relationships. The poor might not receive an education at all. So here Paul gives instructions to Titus about the way Gentile Christian communities will be built, how each person has a place training the next generation. First, we see how important instruction in the faith was to the believers. That word doctrine simply means teaching. Their lives would be built on the teachings passed along by the apostles of Jesus. These teachings included the gospel and what it meant to follow as a disciple of Jesus and how to live a life aligned with the gospel. We find these teachings in the scriptures that have been handed down to us. But notice there is more. There's training in Christian character. This is more than passing on information to learn respect and self-control. One must walk with other men and women that are living lives of devotion to Christ as well. And as we look deeper at this training, we see that it is the community, the older generation of men, that are going to train the, the younger men, and the older women that disciple and train the younger women. In other words, one generation trains the next. 
You could say that it is life on life. It is person to person. Christ in the life of one person, the character of Christ in, in a person, is modeled and learned through the sharing of one's life with another. It's organic in this way. Each generation comes to love and shape those of the coming generation. Now, of course, this assumes that the older generation is walking with Christ and living the character of Christ. And this is where this life begins. It begins with Christ in faithfulness to him. Now, I want to go back to my grandfather. What he taught us boys was more than golf and fishing more than working wood or car maintenance. He taught us what it meant to be men, living in submission to God. Now, you don't have to be a, a grandfather or a grandmother to train the next generation. Notice our text calls older men, older women to invest in those that are younger. There are plenty of opportunities to invest in the next generation right where you are, in the body of Christ at Granada. Now, I know it may sound a bit strange if you're older or younger to seek this kind of relationship. I've been amazed at how open people are to someone that will invest time to be with them to share life together. This is how those first churches came to be living communities of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's how we at Granada will become a community that extends the character of Christ the teachings of the faith into the next generation. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for those that have loved us and those that have invested in us. Help us to see our calling in advancing the gospel into the next generation and doing so one relationship at a time. Open doors for relationships of influence and care, for we pray in your name. Amen.